Hi, my name is Anne McElhenney. And I'm Phelan McAleer. And welcome to the Anne and Phelan Scoop. It is uh, month six of the two-week lockdown, right, Phelan? That's an interesting piece of geographical time distortion. Somehow, yeah. Yes. Well, I do feel, by the way, we're in some kind of a time distortion. Yeah, yeah. We're in some kind of a vortex. And we'll, we'll look at that later on, actually. Just, you know, what are, what are the, what's the timings for reopenings? And, uh, you know, the answer is not good, and the answer it doesn't make any logical sense. And by the way, we cover all these issues about the virus every day in the, di- in the Daily Virus. So you can get the Daily Virus everywhere, we, everywhere you get po- um, podcasts. Yes. And, people and have been asking us, people who watch us on YouTube, like our friend, uh, said, so where do we get the Daily Virus? Um, and you go to the Anne and Phelan Scoop on all the podcast platforms and you'll find that there is a daily virus, which is audio only, so it's not on YouTube. But anyway, let's move on, Phelan. Um, the, we are encouraging everyone, by the way, to go right now to yes. ObamagateProject.com and sign up for updates on this extremely exciting, controversial project that we are that we have our in new the, project that we are cooking up yes yeah, so it's uh, you know us we don't do controversial subjects we no. don't we don't write make plays about Ferguson no. we don't do the FBI lovebirds we don't do uh, what else do we not do and uh, we don't do uh, movies about Kermit Gosnell America's biggest serial killer that the media cried to try to cover up Oh, actually, we do. So, yeah. and So, we, so this, this is, is going to be a good one. This is a good one and obviously very, very topical given that, you know, the election is coming. People need to know, did the Russian, did Russia collude in the election? No. Did Trump um, collude in the election? No. Um, did the FBI act illegally? Yep. Yes. Yes. And we did. already have one prosecution and there'll be many more, we think, yeah. even before the election. But in other news as well, the latest, you know, just this week, we found out that Scott Peterson. Well, we have to tell everyone what's coming up. Oh, today? Yes. So Today is kind of our Idaho day. Right? Idaho day, yeah. It's a crazy California meets Idaho, and the two are connected. So, so we were doing a lot of crazy California today, and then we, we went to Idaho. Yeah, and actually, it's kind of, so all of you who like us, I think a lot of you like HGTV, you like property porn. We're very into that. We love looking at property. We love listening to people talking about property. I don't know. My father was a real estate agent, by the way, back in the day. So, um, and Phelan's very interested in property. So um, we have a special edition um, from Idaho in a way today. Yes. Um, but because, in other news, because our friends and everyone else we it know. It seems like everybody else it we know. wants to get out of California. Idaho is very popular. So we're going to look at that. And we're going to talk myth, a bit more Myth about or reality. That. Is, this, is it really an exodus from California? And why might there be? And talking of that. And I'm going to just say right now, somebody wrote and said that they didn't like us talking over each other. So we're going to try really hard not to talk over well, each d- other. They didn't actually say that. Oh, what did they say? Oh, somebody was loud and somebody wasn't loud. They didn't like one person talking over the other. Is that, is that what I did? I not say that. No, you said they didn't like us talking over each other. Okay. I'm saying what they actually said was they didn't like one person talking over the other. Did they say who that one person was? Mm-hmm. Did they? Yes. And who was it? <laughs> read the Ooh. YouTube comments, Anne McElhenney. And if you wouldn't mind read not being YouTube, too loud in my ear there, Read Phelan. the YouTube comments, Anne McElhenney. You might find an answer to who talks over who. Tell us what Scott... According to an, a neutral audience. Okay. That's not related to me at all. Tell us what happened to Scott Peterson, Phelan, this week. Did he have good news then? He did. Scott Peterson, who uh, murdered his pregnant wife. It's an awful his story. His eight-month pregnant wife. Murdered her on Christmas Eve, or dumped the body in the ocean on Christmas Eve. And wasn't he? Was he in? Was he in law enforcement? Had he had some background in law enforcement? Have I got the wrong no, guy? No, that's the other Peterson. That's the Drew Peterson. Oh right, okay. No. But what's really amazing about Scott Peterson, I think, is they made a Lifetime movie about it, and they had our dear, dear friend, 
uh, Dean Cain playing the leading role, playing Scott Peterson, called The Perfect Husband, The Lacey Peterson Story. And I don't know where you find it, but I'll bet you you can buy it on demand. But I will try and find that information. What we'll do is we'll put it in the notes on YouTube. Yes. We'll put it in the, in the show notes. And I'm just looking at this story where they have overturned his, the death penalty conviction that Scott Peterson got. Not, and not the conviction, death the, penalty the, sentence. The death, sorry, the death penalty sentence. And just looking and reading that, and looking at a photograph of him from back in the day, from, of Scott Peterson with his beautiful pregnant wife, Lacey, Lacey Peterson. And my God, was is, De, is Dean Cain a ringer for that guy or what? I mean, I almost looked at it and I thought, I think they've, they've pulled it. You know what? Because yeah. this, this often happens in newspapers when I, back in the day, was people were, would reach almost, you had almost physically reached into the bunch of photographs and you pulled out the movie still. Actually, it happened to the Irish Times. The Irish Times was doing a thing about the Easter Rising and they had a, a, a picture of the destruction of Dublin and it was a movie still about the Easter Rising. You know, it was a picture, you know, so, but th that is not from the movie. That is an actual p picture of Lacey Peterson and Scott Peterson. And we're, you're, Boy, you're does he that. look like Dean Cain. We're showing that picture right now. And I mean, my God, if that's a ringer for Dean Cain. And by the way, Dean Cain is really creepy and sinister in that Lifetime movie. He's really great. I think it's one of the, we, it's one of my favorite did things. Did we work out where you can get uh, the, the movie? We'll tell you at the end, actually. I'll yeah, Phil will look it up and see, um, and we can tell you where you can watch that movie, because it really is a great movie. I mean, it's an awful, it's an awful, awful story. What it's happened. an awful story. And the poor girl, and she was pregnant, and oh, it's just, just horrible, really, ter really terrible. But so another... no, but tell us, yeah, so basically, he's, he's got off the death sentence on a technicality, the judge, messed up in the jury selection maybe and the supreme court said oh he needs another chance to i mean it's the law is a funny thing the law oh, is, is a funny, funny thing. thing yeah well tell us about crazy california film and more said, crazy and Cali I'll, I'll look for this story about yes. about the film let's see where we can find yes. the film so yes uh governor newsom has ordered that every student uh, in the uh, california state university system all four hundred and thirty thousand. Uh, must take ethnic studies uh, uh, and uh, overruling the university's governing board uh, which uh, had passed its own broader requirement last month so and this is all BLM this is pressure from BLM and when they when they say ethnic studies what that is is anti-white studies anti-american studies uh, everyone's a victim except 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 who film so uh, except Jews uh, so Jews are not part of the ethnic studies, uh, uh, despite the... Uh well, funny enough, the, bu the bill supersedes a related mandate passed by the Cal State Board of Trustees. They, that mandate, mm -hmm. which, was, which has now been overturned, yeah. if you like, for this other one, for Newsom's one, favoured by the Chancellor's Office, called for a three-unit course on ethnic studies and social justice, defined broadly to include Jewish, LGBTQ and disability studies. So that's been replaced by, by this Newsom one. And we're going to have to keep an eye on that and see what they do. There's nothing, about, they, there's nothing about the Holocaust in it. So Crazy California. And what are the results of all the Crazy California letting murderers uh, not face the death penalty on, on technicality, of not of having ethnic studies that, that don't include Jewish people, which is a, you know, 
which was a huge ethnic part of Los Angeles, by mm-hmm. the way. Los Angeles would not be the success story it is without Jewish people. Yeah. But yeah, so you, you know, what, so what does this all add up to? When you have a ton of craziness here in California, what does it add up to? And it's really interesting, and that's why we've just devoted this particular scoop to this story, which really is not getting probably as much yes. attention as it should, mm-hmm. which is the number of people who are escaping from California, from New York, from New Jersey, from these blue states, and going to places like Florida, like Texas, but really an awful lot of people are going to Idaho, uh-huh. and, and particularly to Boise, Idaho. And so we have spent the past weekend in yeah. Boise, Idaho, with our friends who are Californians, yeah. who have lived here all their lives, who are thinking of escaping to Boise. And this is a trend we've been seeing, but to be honest, right, uh, when, we, when we first came here, and I've talked about this before, when we first came to uh, Los Angeles, I was reading all these articles in the Wall Street Journal and various places about, about the this massive trend. outflow of people from California, and I didn't see it. I thought it was a media story because people were saying, oh, 300,000 people left more than, than came in. And well, I think it, it's interesting, and it's probably true of any news item. If it doesn't happen to you, in a way, you don't find it to be true. And so basically, we didn't know anyone who had left. We didn't know anyone left. We'd also, the, the freeways didn't seem to get any uh, quieter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we just, it just didn't seem, however. It's um, all changed. And by the way, as a journalist, I know how easy it is to do trend stories that are fake, right? Because we were under enormous pressure to do them. Isn't it interesting how, how single men all now have cats? And I spoke to three people, three single men who now have cats, and it's like, yeah, and, and of course you phone a cat shelter and the cat shelter says, oh yeah, we've got lots of men because they will tell you whatever they want to hear. So you always have to be careful with these uh, trend stories, but not in this case. Um, I think it was, it was a trickle before. It's a flood of people now. I mean, we just know we so just know many so many. So people. we've got really very close friends who moved to Arizona because of the school situation here. And by the way, really hard for us because we just adore those. Another and, and the school situation was that their ch- children, all the children, were divided into race except the whites. And uh, once a week or was it once a month? And you had it. But I think d- we're going to do more on that story yes. one one yes. day very soon. We're going to devote a whole program to what happened mm-hmm. to that family. And we have another very dear friend, a lady in her 70s, a a Californian and a lifelong resident of California, who just recently has moved to Arizona from California because of the costs and because of the politics. She just couldn't stand the politics. And then the story that we also think is quite amazing, and we have loads of these, and I think it's worth, you know, for you to understand why this is, this is not just mm-hmm. um, a story. This is, this is really happening. So our neighbor where we live in California, here in Southern California, in Los Angeles, so our neighbor went out to speak to another neighbor uh, the other day, like what, like five weeks ago, say, Phelan, five or six weeks ago, she, wa- she walked mm-hmm. out, was just chatting to him. We're in a very quiet neighborhood here. And... Uh, while they were talking, uh, a woman walked up and um, got down on the pavement and defecated on the pavement in front of these two people. And our friend, our neighbour, who is in her 70s, I suppose, mm-hmm. film, right? Uh, within 48 hours, within 48 hours, had bought a house in Coeur d'Alene, sight unseen. And we like, and by the way, she ha- when did she come to California, that lady? 1963. 1963, and she lived in the house across the road from us for 30... 1981. Whatever number of years that is. What is that? Like 40 years nearly, yeah. right? Incredible. Then we have like, and so that's an, on the older side, right? There's two, that, but, but, but you know, there's the old, old and young. So Magda's very dear friend 
um, has just bought a property, has bought actually two properties in Flagstaff and is trying to persuade everyone she knows to move to Flagstaff. Another friend of Magda's has moved, is by, has it's moved. Currently, it's currently. No, she, I spoke to Magda. So they're moving to Coeur d'Alene. They've, wow. they're, they're basically gone. And then another friend from that same friend group of Magda's has moved to Gilbert, Arizona, again because of, in that situation, a school situation. A very dear friend of ours, an actor, we don't want to uh, you know, say no, anything. A reasonably well-known actor. A reasonably well-known actor has moved to Florida. And another friend, dear friend, in the entertainment industry has moved to Fort Lauderdale. And one of Magda's friends said that when, because they needed to take some money out of their investment, and they spoke to buy to, the house, to buy the house in, in wherever it is in in, um, in in Idaho, the investor said fifteen. No, the, the investment manager. The, sorry, the investment manager said fifteen percent of his investors are leaving ah, the state of California because they've come to him to look for money. Um, um, and you know what? What I think what we've realised is, you know, when you think about it. So in Arizona, if someone, if a stranger puts their toe inside your house um, without you w- wanting them to, so you know, a bad stranger, a bad guy comes to your door. Mm. Um, you can defend yourself. You can defend yourself with a gun in your home. Absolutely allowed to do that. Called stand your ground, right, yeah. Philip? Whereas here in California, the the law is you you are required to flee your own house. You know, the, flee the safety of your own house. You're required to do yeah. that. To leave the bad guy in your house, and you're the one with the onus is on you to flee. Um, and also, by the way, we we heard from. Uh, but also, this is what. It's very funny. Real estate agents are, are, are telling people this is this. their selling point of the house, you know, yeah. of, the, of the state. You know, hey, did you know? And it's like, you know, this is this is something. You know, it's like we have great weather and this. and this. And so another friend of ours who was just looking at real estate in uh, in Arkansas to, was, for investment for purposes. investment purposes was told that if someone doesn't pay the rent for three days for three days. You can evict them now. The law here in California is incredibly. It was a so moratorium on evict- evictions. Now you can't evict anyone. Oh, other people who are moving. Joe Rogan is moving to Texas because he's earning a lot. Well, he got this big bunch of money, right? Off 100, Spotify. 100 million at least, and it's 16 percent tax. They're probably bringing in a 16 percent tax on, on people like him here, uh, versus a zero percent tax in Tallahassee, uh, in Florida, in Florida, in Texas. Sorry. Um, so. And then uh, another couple, the friends. Yes, that so just before I came on the air here. Uh, I was texting this couple about saying, hey, we should do something, you should do something on our podcast. And they says, well, unfortunately, we, we just moved to Tallahassee, Florida. And, you know, so then, so this brings us to our last weekend. And can I just remember to say this, because in case we forget to say it later, if you are, if you have a story that you've moved out of state, out of a blue state, for example, into a, into a place that's more friendly to conservatives or more friendly to, for, to Second Amendment or to any amendment or anything, for any reason for that, particularly moving out of those blue states, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to interview you, by Can the I way. Just say, we'd love to hear more you, of those stories. When you look at the list of people that we know there. It's unbelievable. Moved, but these are people that California cannot afford to, to lose. lose. Correct. These are people in their 30s yeah, with two a lot kids. Of them. A lot of them. Earning good money, yeah, yeah, earning that, that, really good totally. money, paying really good taxes, yeah. buying stuff, yeah, and and paying sales taxes on it, and they're gone. Like, yeah. they, you know, they're gone. It's oh, it's over. Like we're talking, you know, over the next few years, millions of dollars in taxation there. Just well, Magda, Magda was just explaining because I spoke to Magda before we came on about about these stories that she has, and and, and she was saying that she knew uh, of a couple who, you know, are having another baby and needed a bigger house. And, you know, and these are people, just ordinary working people. These are not people with, you know, just to give you an idea of another reason why people are leaving California is just the value in terms of housing. But value is about politics, right? It's all about lack, just to be clear, it's not, you know, 
it's when you make Venice. I read in the newspaper recently. Venice is the most difficult place to build a house in America. So when you create that, you make more expensive houses. Sorry, Anna, I interrupt. So these pe- so these people who have um, the 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 mom is a stay at home mom and the the the, the, the man is the is, is is out there earning money and just one income, and. You know, and they're you know they're trying to just live in a, in a and they've gone into a, a modest enough neighborhood, a good neighborhood by the way, a good neighborhood in terms mm-hmm. of crime and stuff like that. But basically, they have spent a million dollars, so that's what you have to do. And and it's not a fabulous home nope. or anything. They needed four whatever they needed four bedrooms because of the the growing family. But that's the kind of money. And then so we so Phelan was just beginning to say that. So we went to Boise with our friends. Now our friends are you know we're looking for a more high end property, and we're going to talk about the properties we saw with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also going to talk to the real estate agent who brought us around, who's a really great guy, actually, and himself is a transplant, somebody who had spent an enormous amount of time in California and moved to Idaho very much for the same types of political reasons, mm-hmm. right? Um, so Boise, you know, is in southern Idaho, as many of you know. We've never been to Idaho before, by the way. We have only ever been to, I, it's like, I've been to every state, I think, except for Hawaii and Idaho, and mm-hmm. now I just have, only the, only the only one I have left on the list now is... Hawaii, Hawaii, but I don't oh, I think, think I don't think we're allowed to go to Hawaii right at now. At the moment, no. I, I don't think I've been to every state now at the moment. So just to remember then, so Idaho stretches from, in the south you have, pretty much in the south you have Boise, but it stretches right up. It's quite a long state. It stretches right up to the Canadian border and up there it's yeah. very, very, very cold. Um, and by the way, big shout out, by the way, to Scott and Emily from Meridian, um, Idaho, who I wrote to people who we knew from, you know, for who, had, who had been supporters of ours with yes. the Gosnell movie or Frack Nation or whatever. I just wrote and said, by the way, we're going to be in the area. Does anyone want to meet? And Scott and Emily very kindly got in touch. And we thank you very much for taking us out for breakfast. Those guys are yes. just really gorgeous people. Lovely people. Really like meeting them. And then Corinne, I know we didn't get to meet you, Corinne, but really appreciated. I wrote, Corinne wrote and said, oh my God, you're in, Bo- you're in Boise. You need to go to this winery. And by the way, thanks, Corinne. And we did. Yummy, yummy. Yes, very really nice. Really nice. Yes. But we met Terry. Let's start maybe here, yeah. right, Philip? So we met Terry Aikens. Yes, uh, he's a he's a real estate agent in Boise, a tr- California transplant, as you'll hear. Uh, I, you know, he he was involved in the in the in the vast movement only earlier, and now he's he's a, he's really the, the person to go to for Californians who want to move to Boise because he knows what Californians want. So first, we're going to listen to this interview we did with Terry, but after we've listened to that, Phil and I are going to bring you through, walk you through some of the properties that we looked at when we were there, and I think you'll enjoy that. Let's listen to Terry first. Um, We're very lucky now to be joined by Terry Aikens, right? Have I pronounced that right? Terry Aikens, Aikens. Uh, thank you very much for being here. Terry is a real estate agent in Boise, Idaho, that we've just spent the whole weekend with. Yes, the crazy weekend. The The crazy weekend. The last weekend. The last weekend in Idaho. Um, Welcome to the show, Terry. Thank you. So tell us what, what's going on. We noticed, um, obviously, we went to, to, uh, to Boise, Idaho, with friends of ours who were thinking of retiring there. And we noticed a lot of people looking at real estate, yeah. a lot of excitement about the real estate. Even like, the hotel had yeah. a bunch of people. Yeah, can, can I just say, you know, when we first moved here to California, there was a, there was a whole... I used to read all these stories about people leaving California. And I didn't, you know, really believe them um, because, uh, you know, it, it was like... You know, it was one of those media stories, but now we're actually experiencing real people, real people moving, uh, you know. Yeah, we have a whole load of friends, close friends who are going all over the place. In our own experience, it's Arizona, Florida and Idaho. But Idaho seems to be 
uh, really big on everyone's list. It comes up. It c- comes up all the time. I think when we talked earlier, you were saying Tucker Carlson even mentioned it. So, is this really happening, or is it a media invention? It really is happening, and all you have to do, if you have any questions, is just look, watch the news. I mean, depending upon which news outlet you watch, I mean, because a lot of news outlets aren't covering the what's actually happening. I mean. LAP, LA City just defunded the LAPD by $150 million a year. That's a lot of money. And that's going to affect the citizens of Los Angeles. I mean, LA's never been great as far as response time for law enforcement, but now it's going to be even worse. And um, with all of the, um, you know, law enforcement is just taking such a beating at, by these, you know, certain cities. Um, and they're, a lot of these people are putting in their early retirement and getting out and people are not applying for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also creates a problem with you know, the good training officers are gonna be, not they're gonna be there. So the new people that are coming on are gonna be trained by people that really, so it, the long-term effects of what's happening right now in the last few months, within the next year or two, it's, I think it's gonna get much worse as far as crime in Los Angeles and Seattle and Portland and San Francisco. And I lived in San Francisco. I lived there twice. I lived there the first time in the early eighties in the marina. And I lived there in the early 90s in Mill Valley in Marin County. And I loved San Francisco. It's a beautiful city, great restaurants. And I loved all my liberal friends and everything else. I mean, there was no issues. Now, I mean, you've heard about just you can't walk down the streets. It's just, you know, it's gotten so bad, the crime and the homeless problem and everything. And my heart goes out to homeless people. I'm not trying to sound callous. But it's the way that they deal with it. I mean, it's just, um, you know. Yeah. yeah, I think that this is a very important thing for people to realize that that when we first came to LA ten years ago, there was you know the homeless problem was was small. Um, it wasn't you know there was there was petty crime, but it was not a major blight on the city. Then what they did was there was a court case taken by activists, and the city reached an agreement that they wouldn't remove homeless people or their tents from the sidewalk, which then allowed them to raise billions of dollars to deal with the homeless problem. Um, Also, they also passed a law uh, where victimless crime wouldn't be punished. So, but but that meant people can steal up to a thousand dollars. Today and tomorrow and the next day. A thousand each day and not be prosecuted for a crime. Uh, So it became a haven for people who want to live on the streets. And mm-hmm. now we've got these 10 cities. They, it's not a long-term problem. It's only really existed for five years. It has nothing to do with the recession. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It, it pre-existed that. Uh, so, you know, there, wa- there was ways of getting people off the street. The city has decided they're not going to do that now. The state has decided they're not going to do that. So, so this is a problem for people. But, 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 you're, but definitely, you're telling me that Californians and New Yorkers and New Jerseys, well, first of all, tell us, where is Boise? Because actually some people don't know where Boise is. And Correct. Where, is, where is Boise, yes. Boise is the state capital of Idaho. Uh, we're the southern part of the state. We're not, we're kind of like, if you look at us on a map, the southern edge of uh, Idaho is parallel with the southern edge of Oregon. And the northern edge, it borders Canada. So mm-hmm. we're, you know, north to south, we're a long state. Um, and, you know, we kind of thin out as we go north. 
And I think so, that's important, actually, just for, the, for, for our listeners and viewers to understand that the weather, because I think a lot of people hear Idaho and think, oh, my God, it's going to be just appalling in the winter. So actually, tell us about the weather in Boise. What's it like? They think of the, when they think of Idaho, they think of like Sun Valley, Idaho, up in the Sawtooth Mountains, where it's like a ski resort. But we have that. We have the mountain. We're not in the mountains. We're, it, it's flat here. It's called the Treasure Valley. We're like high desert. And mm-hmm. uh, it does get cold here. It gets below freezing in the wintertime. We do get snow. Um, last year was pretty mild. Um, the winter before wasn't bad. We, we had some snow. But the snow usually, you know, it's, it's nothing really bad. I mean, I grew up back east, and it was a lot worse outside of Philadelphia mm-hmm. than here. Um, but it definitely gets cold in the wintertime. You, you dress for it, though. Mm-hmm. So why do you think people are going to Idaho and why are they going to Boise in particular? What's the attraction? Well, Boise, I'd say because it's the state capital. <clears throat> have, um, if you're moving from, let's say, a Los Angeles or a San Francisco, you, you still have a lot of the, you know, the cultural activities that you have in those big cities. It's not like you're moving to some little town out in the middle of nowhere. Um, so you have that, you've got the airport and you've got, um, you know, a lot of big businesses here too. A lot of high tech is moving in here. It's not Florida, right? From a tax point of view, what's the attraction to, for people to go to Idaho? Cause we've always heard of people going to Florida to escape the, the taxes here in California. Why are they going to Idaho when that tax regime is, you know, is not as attractive as Florida? Because real estate here is still very reasonable compared to other places in the country. Now that's changing. It's that definitely, I mean, real estate prices are going up as you know, it's all supply and demand. People mm-hmm. are moving in here from Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and probably East Coast cities too, like New York and New Jersey, um, Philadelphia. Um, a lot of these cities are, they're not, you know, they're, they're not prosecuting criminals and therefore criminals are allowed to pretty much do whatever they want. And the taxpayers are saying, why are we, why are we paying this astronomical, these astronomical taxes and we're not even protected? I mean, the ba- yes. first, you know, government, the first thing they should do is protect the citizens. Yeah. And if you're going to do that and you're going to tax people to death, people mm-hmm. are going to sort of, they're going to leave. And they're going to go to places where there's low crime, which is here, low crime. Uh, you can still buy a very, you know, prices are still very reasonable here. Everything's cheaper here. I mean, water and power is a lot cheaper. And in Los Angeles, if you go over a certain amount of water, they they jack up your rates. And there's a cultural difference, too, I suppose, isn't there? There is a cultural difference. I mean, people are friendly here. People are happy here. People, a lot of American people are patriotic. Everyone's got their flags out. We saw a lot of that when we were there. Mm. We even saw there was a Trump rally, by the way, downtown when we were there as well. Um, can't imagine that here, I can tell you. You know, th- th- there was a smell of freedom, I think, in Idaho that isn't here. Would you agree with that? Or is that, was that us just wishful thinking? Government, you know, the government is more hands off here, you know, do your own thing, just live and let live and, you know. Yeah, yeah. that really helps. Yeah. And you said like in terms of value, and we're gonna be showing during the rest of the program, actually, we're gonna show people some of the properties that you showed us over the weekend, some very high end properties for our friends but really gorgeous properties. But you also said that, for example, for like $400,000 here in LA, you'd get some kind of really miserable enough kind of condo, you know, in a good area, right? But it wouldn't be impressive. However, with 400,000, 500,000 over there, you'd get a house, you're saying, a decent house. Brand new construction house. Wow. So brand new construction, you know, three bedroom, you know, two and a half, three bath house. Mm in a really nice neighborhood in a really good school district. I mean, new houses are going in. 
and um, open houses all the time and people want to move here. It's great schools. Can I just say if people are watching this on YouTube and the, and the, and the picture appears to be shaking, it's because our cats, Top Cat and Scaredy Cat, are so happy to see us back after the weekend. They're That's lying. Right. They are lying on the table, which they don't, nor <coughs> they don't normally do that. And they, they may uh, shake the computer. What, what kind of laws do you have there? Do you have open carry? You do have open carry here, yes. It's, um, you can go into a gun store here and purchase a firearm and fill out the federal paperwork and walk out with it that, you know, as soon as your credit card uh, processes the payment. There's no 10-day wait or anything like that. Um, so that's, that's I think that's difference. one of the reasons why crime here is so low, because especially violent crime, because if if the bad guys don't know if somebody's carrying a gun and can defend themselves, they're a lot much more hesitant to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw that with one of the houses. We looked at that house beside the river, uh, with the river walkway, and and uh, the Californians that were with us were, were nervous about. The, the fence being beside the walkway and he they, I remember they phoned a local and the local said look don't worry about it there's, there's very few home invasions here but people people will not go in. when granny has a gun mm -hmm. people will not come into the house exactly but it's not really it's not like you know Idaho is full of a bunch of quote-unquote gun nuts I mean you wouldn't know no yeah exactly we definitely didn't feel that Another we, we, question. we didn't see any open carry <laughs> at all you know no another question I have is so in terms of lifestyle, are you quite close to the mountains there? I mean, we had a problem when we were there this weekend, unfortunately, because the wildfires in Northern California have pushed over the, the smoke from Northern California into Boise. And actually, there was a, it, was, it infected visibility, but that's obviously not a normal problem. Normally, the, the visibility is gorgeous and you can see the mountains. How close are you to the mountains and is there a ski area near you? There is. Bogus Basin is actually, we looked at that, that townhouse that we looked at, that road that we were going up there. Mm -hmm. If you see it on that road for about another 20 minutes, you would be at Bogus Basin, which is really, really, really good skiing, especially being so close to Boise. It's only like a half hour drive. Wow. And then the airport as well is, is really close, right? Right. Now, now, Sun Valley, Idaho is like a three hour drive from here. And that's just like Vail or Aspen or anything else. It's, it's, it's probably the oldest. I think it's the oldest ski resort in the country. Um, I sat next to Paul Newman on the chairlift there when I was a kid, when I was, and he was making that movie, The Sting, at the time. Oh, very cool. Kind of come to the, to the end of this interview. We, want, we always ask our guests two additional questions. We ask them if they cook, what is their go-to recipe that they would like to share with everyone? And then we ask them about a piece of art that they'd like to share. What, what do you cook that's fabulous? I, you know, I'm kind of a meat and potatoes guy. I, yeah, I, yeah. I make a really good spaghetti and meatballs. And oh. so... Ribeye steak is my favorite steak and, and like a russet potato and like a, a good bottle of wine. Tell us about your meatballs. Yeah, we want to know about the meatballs because meatballs are a bit of a thing in this house, by the way. And we've had meatball challenges um, put to us. So uh, have you a secret ingredient in your meatballs that you'd like to share with us? Well, you know, it depends. Sometimes I'll, I'll mix like 50-50 beef and pork mm -hmm. and um, breadcrumbs and an egg. And um, I just, you know, some spices and just kind of, you know, I have a like a cookie a cookie scoop and so I you know the nice. same size and then I, I I just stick them in the oven and get no, cooked. Yeah, well I think that's a big trick. We all, we always put ours in the oven as well, so they get a nice browning. Um, and then in terms of a piece of art that you'd like to share, have, did you have something a movie or a book or a poem or what? You know, it's funny that we're talking about this because I just saw the movie um, End of Watch the other night. It was Jake Gyllenhaal it was filmed in 2012, and you know I was a I didn't mention this, but I was a reserve sheriff deputy with Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department for 11 years until I moved here. And um, I 
this is a movie about some two officers that work down in South Los Angeles, and they they stumble upon these cartels from Mexico, and just what happens and everything. And that was filmed back in 2012. The situation got a lot worse. I worked down in Men's Central Jail for uh, OSJ. We used to interview the inmates coming in to see if any of them would want to talk to the DA to work on their case, maybe get some. And some of the, I mean, I had no idea that the cartels are as widespread in the city of Los Angeles as they are. Mm. And it's just, you know, and I feel for my, my friends that are still working on the LAPD and the Sheriff's Department with just the ba- the beating that law enforcement has gotten. Yeah. Well, yeah. we appreciate you saying that. Well, yeah, and of watch J- Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. And it's it's shot, I think, with uh, all body cams. And, uh, you know, a lot of it is shot documentary style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you thought it was quite accurate. So uh, that's a good recommendation. Yes, We're yes. always giving people recommendations here. For, for movies. For yeah. movies. So let's just remind people uh, how they get in, can get in touch with you. Terry, T-E-R-R-Y-A-K-I-N-S dot S-I-L-V-E-R-C-R-E-E-K. R-E-A-L-T-Y dot com. Okay. What we're going to do so, is we're going to put that website up on the screen so people will get to see that. So, and and yeah. please and please also send us a few, um, because you talked about those kind of cheap, we looked at a lot of very high-end uh, houses this weekend, but if you've got the, some of those cheaper houses, because we'll put up the photographs so people can have a look. Okay, that sounds good. I'll do that. All right. Okay. All right, Terry, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Take Cheers. care. Bye. Okay, well, I thought that was very, very interesting. Yes. Um, really fascinating. Um, so we wanted, I was just saying that, Phelan, you know, that we're going to want to show you around some of these properties. So I'm just going to try and bring up this document. So starting with this, I mean, look at, look at this place from the outside. I mean, it's almost like a spaceship. And I think one of the things you notice about this house from the outside, even from the outside, is this would not look out of place in the Hollywood Hills, right, Phelan? Yes. yes, and the inside as well. There's a- I think this de- developer, he was t- trying to get the Californian audience. Yeah, so there you see Phelan inside in the kitchen. Really nice kitchen, beautiful space. And there's a little video. And then we're going to have a little video. I mean, that's a Californian uh, Well, that's the view, view of the hills. Yeah. yeah so if, but w- one thing, if you look back there, it's very hazy. And that is the smoke from uh, the, the Cal- Northern California wildfires. It comes over, it came over into the Boise. I think it's called the Treasure Valley and has settled there. So it was, it was a little bit disappointing, actually. We found it a little bit disappointing to be there last weekend because there's beautiful mountains and hills there behind. And, and, from, they're, uh, and they're there everywhere and we, and we couldn't get to see them. So you can see the view there from that Skylark, what they call Skylark. So that Skylark um, house. Yes. You can see the view of Boise, but again, incredibly hazy. Look at that closet. Then there's Phelan. There's a closet. By the way, can I just stop on that closet for a second? Yeah. Um, I never thought we never I never saw a walk-in closet until I came to this country yes and I do think by the way that they're a wonderful thing and then yes. you come out of that really large bathroom super large bathroom Ooh. but I'm gonna see that we're gonna see that bathroom from another angle as well in a okay. moment there's I think that's the master that's bedroom the ma- small enough master as someone said actually for nice view out of there again not the view that you can see you can't see much of the view and a yoga room and a yoga room sure everybody needs that sure everybody needs the yoga room film mm-hmm. sure you wouldn't you wouldn't have a house at all if you didn't have well, a yoga I, growing room. up in Oma and no, we, we uh, yeah, everyone had them everyone had them. everyone had them and then this next view video I think this is funny actually that was kind of cute they put out a Boise jigsaw puzzle all right. um so that's kind of a Boise Idaho oh, jigsaw I puzzle on the table I thought that was kind of cute you know well, so that first property mm-hmm. we looked at was like I think around two, two million. million dollars like really expensive this is a cheaper property by the way cheaper inverted commas this was uh just uh, south of a million dollars I think nine hundred thousand so but I, it's can, on I just, a gal- can, a golf can I just say that that just shows you how 
the how how many people are going to Boise, Idaho? Those are they're not quite California prices, right? Uh, you know that those houses would 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 cost you know five, six, seven million in the Hollywood Hills, you know. But th they're a nice chunk of change um, uh, for Boise, but that's because all the Californians are getting out as quick as they can, buying houses sight unseen. So this particular house, the second one, the one that we call the kind of golf view house, has a, a great view. I mean, look at the back of the house. It has this amazing view. It's right on the golf that, course. That poor lady kept missing because I think she thought we were watching her all the oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah, That's yeah. funny. But we weren't in love with this house because we, f we thought it was oh, pretty I'm dark on the inside. Pretty dark on the oh, inside. Oh, is that the, he stopped loving her today? That's the one. Phelan started singing, he stopped loving her today when we were in that particular house. I don't I, have any- I just felt it was, a, you know, it was, it had, it had a very 1970s uh, feel to it. The house that we like the most is this next one we're gonna show. We call it the fake industrial. But what's, I think what's interesting about this is just the standard of new builds that they have in Boise, and we're gonna look at the other end of the market in a way, because this is a very high end. So mm -hmm. this is a $1.5 million home. We call this the fake industrial. Now, I have so, to tell you, this is my idea of a gorgeous, a, a gorgeous uh, eating, uh, living area. I mean, look at that. And if you can see there, the doors going out to the yeah, outdoors. The, the garage doors. The garage doors going out to the out outdoors, which has what they call a course film perfect indoor outdoor flow which of course you'd need so to see. so the this is a tract house as you call it here in america so this is in the middle of a housing estate as we've called home with all these other houses but it's kind of custom built the owners were obsessed the, the real estate agent said with the adam sandler movie uh, oh, daddy something daddy's else. game or something like that and he lived in a kind of in a warehouse converted warehouse there so they they it's basically it's called a fake industrial oh, that's a term we use fake industrial so it's attract housing but look at the beautiful pool and the beautiful garden outside yeah. i have to say really really gorgeous that room really did it for me that yes. particular the living room with the outdoor but space. all the brickwork is, is is new or you know it's it's a, it's made to look like a warehouse um you know saved and look at that and then that's the man this is the master suite we're looking at now and with the, that amazing big sliding, big sliding doors again and i'm going to walk in now and they have those barn doors which i really like those barn doors by the way and then we're going to go into the master suite bathroom like how nice is that really honestly and there's me in a magnificent blue outfit as you can see me there do you see that wearing your mask wearing my mask aren't i the, aren't I the one yeah. and look at this by the way don't isn't that something of an in of a walk-in closet i was god, i was us. actually reared in you it. were reared in less as they i say. was yeah god imagine that for a closet i'd love that by the way next part of this oh, i'm back into the outdoor space again because i think i might have walked down to the bottom of that garden but how nice is that mm -hmm. um yeah here's the back the back side of that house again really really nice mm -hmm. now, now we're into this other house right so let's let's just stop What's for a moment house? and talk Remind about me. let's talk about that industrial oh house. yeah the, our, our friend didn't like it so our friend didn't like it our friend said it was fake industrial and fake for fake people i don't agree with that at all i'd be really happy to live with that kind of artificiality i thought it was really gorgeous well i mean I like if, if, if he feels like that he should live in a tree you yeah know? Exactly. i mean why is he, he lives he lives in a very nice um, house uh, yes, in the hills. In the hills, and I suppose what he's saying is, you know, find uh, an old warehouse and renovate it and save it. 
Don't don't build a new building and make and try and make it old. And yes. by the way, that's what they had done. Because remember, the, the the real estate agent went was killed telling us that they were that they had done something to the floors to age them. Yes. They had tried to age them up. Yeah. But anyway, we're on to let me see what property are we on to now. This is another one of these properties. Again, these are the kind of higher end properties. Um, this one is called Lake Crest, right, yeah. Philip? Yeah. So. Um, Again, this is a more traditional one, right? And quite a lot of wood. But look at the outdoor space, very nice. That goes down to the river, right? No, there's a lake. Or there. to the lake down there. A, a water a water deposit, yeah. You know, nice big spaces. I mean, these are huge houses. For this, for that price um, here in California, you would not be getting a house of that size, not no. on your life. But, but at the same time, I have to say, and I think it's worth mentioning, particularly at this high end, um, you know, Boise is expensive. I think Boise, you know, at the high end seems to be kind of expensive. Yes. I think there seems to be quite a lot of competition. I think possibly one of the reasons for that is that there is, um, it's, the, it's, the, it's the government town. It's the, it's the capital of yeah. Idaho. So you have a lot of government workers who are probably earning significant salaries and, and can afford these very high-end And lobbyists. Houses. And then you have people coming from out of town, I suppose, looking for those high-end properties and pushing the prices up. Mm. So it is a bit more expensive. But I think it's important. I'm going to stop with this. I mean, you know, that's, it's, it's a nice house, right? It's a really big, yeah. massive house with a nice outdoor space. Yeah. I'm moving on from to the there. the next one. We're going to start with this next property. It's called, we call it the Bordello property. And we liked it a lot at the very beginning. And there's a reason for that. Let's listen to Phelan explaining what we discovered in the front office room. People were very open about their politics, very open about their religion. Yeah, we saw a lot of re um, religious art um, and prayers yes. on the walls. Which in you fact, do not see in houses in Los Angeles. In fact, funny enough, actually, that house that we really liked, the industrial one, mm. uh, as you walked in the door, and I would have taken a photograph of it, only except that there was a girl working for the agency sitting there at a table yeah. giving out information. I didn't want to film her without her permission. So I didn't want to get into a whole thing. But in, as you walked in that door, they had this massive, and actually it was really beautiful, uh, piece of like a wall hanging with a really long prayer making it very clear that the people living in that house were Christians. And we mm. found, as Phil says, like we found that in a lot of places. No one was hiding their politics. And I was thinking, if you did that here in LA, you know, if you had the religion... You'd, you'd lose money. Or if you had the flag, by the way, the flags are everywhere. If you had them, people wouldn't go, you'd lose money, they'd be vandalized. But back to the Bordello house. We call it the Bordello house, by the way, just because the colors were quite strong. And I think one of the things people say you should never do, by the way, with mm. your real estate when you're trying to sell it, is to have those very strong statements. Yeah. But look at the colors these people chose to use. So that's the bedroom there as you can see very nice though by the way but the black wall I'm not sure I'd be into that black wall idea uh, although I know somebody who's just put a black wall up and actually it can work quite well there's me again you can see me there's the master suite master bedroom and master suite coming back out here mm -hmm. again back into that master very nice I mean very very nice and then move down to this one and this is oh yeah this is outside the actual this is this yeah, this is the lake. Yeah, the, the this lake. is the outside of the Bordello house, and it's outside, and it's on. So it's an estate of houses, with, with track houses, whatever they call it, on a, lake. on a lake. And actually, let's have a look at that. I mean, it's, I think that's really nice, and I think you'd use. I think you'd use the outdoor space all so. the time, all the time. That's the house with the goat as well. That is the house with the goat. So there was a goat feature, and there was a little goat at the side of the house. Very nice little goat. I don't think I, f I don't think I filmed the goat because of his privacy issues. I hadn't got any kind of releases signed or yeah, anything the like goat that. Goat didn't sign. But release. you see the lake there. I mean, and I think there's even sort of what they call like a sort of beach area 
which allows actually, you know, allow, I can Im you can just imagine that the neighbors all get out on that lake for 4th of July yeah. and etc. There's the, there's the, the, the beach area there mm -hmm. and the Adirondacks sitting there. Yeah. They're not gorgeous. There's the cat going nuts, Philip. Cat is trying to destroy things. So we're seeing all of that. That's the Bordello House. I'm going to move right on now from those to the fact to another because that, that Bordello House then was at 1.4 million. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, very high end. But just to give you an idea, and I think this is really important. They also have an enormous amount of building going on in Boise, a huge amount mm. of building everywhere. And this is what new builds are looking like in, in Boise. So that's an exterior of a new build, mm -hmm. 400,000. I mean, can you believe that, Philip? Wow. And then if you look at the interior of these places, look at how beautifully done. Exactly. And I think these are all being customized for people. So really bright, really high-end features in the kitchen. I just love all that stainless steel, full of light. And of course, those photographs all show Boise with the blue skies, which we never saw because of the wildfires. But it does exist. But it yeah. does exist. But you see how nice that is, Philip. 400,000 then for a new build in a really good area And in I would Boise. say Boise is a boom town at the moment. You can get good value outside Boise and elsewhere in Idaho. Look at that beautiful bathroom. I mean, these really, really gorgeous. And again, a walk-in closet. Sure, we never heard the like of it at all in Ireland. Yeah. No one ever had a walk-in closet. Now, by the way, I think they all have their walk-in closets in Ireland now, I by the way. So. You know, how did people manage when they only had wardrobes? I've no idea. God bless us. And those wardrobes, imagine, they were very dangerous too. They could be falling down on top of a child, which I think they did do. And you know, what also can happen is you can, if you climb into them, sometimes you can end up in a, oh. la in a land uh, with, 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 with the, a Wicked Witch and things. Okay, all right. I know a Wicked Witch. Yes, yeah. indeed. By the way, I highly recommend that as a book. So beautiful photographs there of new bills there. Really gorgeous. By the way, one thing I am going to start, and I'll let you all know, Hillsdale College are doing an online course. I've already downloaded it. And children's literature. I've already downloaded it. Well, we should listen we to it. We should listen to it and, and make recommendations of books that people yeah. should. And so there's See the outside. There's the back side of that same house. Again, right. around 400,000. So that's a much more reasonable. For 400, as, as, as I think we had in the, in the interview there earlier with Terry, mm -hmm. for 400,000 in Los Angeles, you'd get something, Middle. you know, a, mi a suicide mission. You know a, 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 you know, a condo in a really bad area. So, so the, the takeaway from all this, Anne McElhenney. Yes, darling. Is... That this is real. Yes. Yeah. People are leaving Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, people are leaving California. It can't be sustainable. Yeah. Something uh, has to give. Something has to change because. Because these are the people. Because you know, because of the progressive, they call it progressive taxation. It's the rich people who are paying all the taxes, and the poor people are paying zero. Yeah. As opposed to poor yeah. people paying this small amount. Yeah. And really. But when you have a lot of people paying a small amount, then people inflows and outflows don't matter. Yeah. When you when you have a small tax base, you know a few thousand people leaving, uh, ten thousand people Makes leaving, hundred thousand. It's just it's just destructive. So we highly recommend anyone who is interested in real estate in Boise to get in touch with our friend Terry Akins, who you spoke you you heard from Terry earlier, and you can get in touch with Terry at Terry Akins dot silvercreekrealty.com that's terryakins.silvercreekrealty.com and uh, we're putting that up we're putting that up on the screen we're also putting it in the show notes so anyone who and anyone who doesn't get any of that try get in touch with us terry akins and we highly a-k-i-n-s he's just a great guy um we're coming to the end of the show um and as i said if anyone is anyone wants to kind of report their knowledge of people moving from, as I said, from these blue states to red states would be really interested. I, lo I, I love these stories mm -hmm. and I th I'm always impressed by people, you know, upping, upping sticks and moving if things get too difficult for them. I mean, I'm, we're very impressed with our neighbor here. 
you know, who, who just said to herself, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to do a different thing. And of course, she sold her property here um, and was able to buy a very attractive property in Coeur d'Alene because right. she had a bunch of money. But uh, we highly, highly recommend um, uh, Terry Akins, who, who, who yeah. we spoke to. So what's on the viewing recommendation? I have, a, I have a viewing recommendation for people trying to survive the pandemic and to look at something pure and good and fun. And it is on Netflix, a, a show called Love on the Spectrum. Finding love can be hard for anyone. Do you feel anything about me? Um. Some girls don't feel like dating someone with disabilities. <sighs> it was too awkward. Even though I'm on the spectrum, I'm capable of falling in love. Well, I hope we can help you achieve that. I really hope so too. I seriously do. <laughs> This series follows young adults on the autism spectrum. Hello there. It's very, uh, uh, The Bachelor. Because it's entirely scripted. Where's my script? Uh, let's see. Uh, no. As they navigate the confusing world of relationships and dating. Shall we pay for ours separately or something? What is your disability? Because I'm not seeing one. What does autism look like to you? Point taken. I just knew I was different. Shanae just <laughs> felt similar to me. I love you. I want to experience love. <laughs> Don't automatically think we're going to start kissing right now. It's <laughs> going so well. <laughs> <laughs> And what's really nice about it is how pure the people are. They're very, very pure um, and very honest, very unfiltered in their remarks. But it would do you good to watch it. It's actually really, really nice. Slightly PG-ish, slightly. Um, there are some I th I think sexual it's a, references. I think there are a couple of sexual references, so it's more um, not so much a PG thing. And it also... I, more adult. It's a more of an adult thing, but it's a really nice... I, I liked it. I think what I really liked about it was... Um, it's adult in the sense that these people talk about sex in a very unfiltered way but yes it's, but it's not in a um no, gratuitous not, way no. they're they're they've got autism so it's it's, it's uh, but what's really really nice is how much they're loved by their parents i mean obviously um and pair and some of the parents are saying things like and you'll meet you get to meet these or, or you know some of them very autistic people autistic people and the parents are like saying that when they the child was diagnosed they were told He'll never talk. He'll never speak to anyone. He'll never be able to do this. He'll never be able to do that. And then, of course, you meet all these people who, of course, through the love and education of their parents, are doing unbelievable things and are really high functioning, actually, yeah. except for that they have these, you know, relationship issues. And so this is what the show is about. But uh, anyway, I'd highly recommend that. And our last thing to say again to you is to remind you to sign up for ObamagateProject.com so that you get the news fast and furious about what's going on. Uh, we, you won't regret it. Ob Obamagateproject.com. We're very excited. First, first they try, you know, laugh at them and tell the truth. It, it's a wonderful combination. Um, we've come to the end of our special Idaho show and um, we're really glad that you were along. I'm just so. going to pull this cat over here because the cats were sad that we were away and now they've been all over our business it's, today. Yes. So I'm trying to get Mr. Oh, you know, it's not easy now. Hello, sweetie. Would you not look oh. into the camera there? No, he doesn't like Watch, that. That's don't Mr. Pull the camera, don't That's pull Mr. The camera. Scaredy Cat there saying hello. Um, Oh, have I done it? No, no I haven't. I haven't. Okay, that's that's. I think that's basically it for the day. Um, we did go to a restaurant, by the way, in in Boise. Fork. And we went to Fork. We did not go to Goldie's because we couldn't get in. Apparently, that's the only place to have breakfast. We tried twice to get in, couldn't get in. Um, but we went to Bar Bar Barbarcoa Barbacoa. Great. Walked in there, no masks yeah. on, and nobody was wearing a mask. It was very nice on their lake. Enough of that. 
We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.